This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Reds lost to the Pirates in Game 1 of their doubleheader on Tuesday afternoon, 6-1. to The Pirates pounded out three home runs off Red starter Luis Sessa, including a two-run shot off the bat of Cal Mitchell in the sixth. Cincinnati's lone run came home on a Kyle Farmer ground out in the sixth inning. Time to get some final thoughts on the game from Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Jed. Well, Cowboy, tough one today for the Reds. Uh, for one, you had Luis Sessa threw the ball okay, but had trouble keeping the Pirates in the ballpark. But on the other hand, you have a guy that really struggled his last time out in Johan Oviedo, somebody the Reds are pretty familiar with, the former Cardinal, and he just really stymied this Red offense. Yeah, you look at the Reds' offense over the last couple of nights, uh, especially against this Pirates club, and they've kind of been non-existent. Uh, you would think that this would be the time that the Reds would really be able to to turn it up a little bit and kind of help out a lot of these pitchers making their first few starts of the year. Here we are in September, and it just didn't happen. I, I thought that uh, Luis Sessa threw the ball good, um, obviously not good enough to win. I think he ran out of gas there in the sixth inning, but the first five innings, he gave up three runs. I thought he threw the ball well. He made a couple of mistakes to Reynolds and to Key Brian Hayes, but other than that, um, I thought he did all right. Reds are going to need to regroup in a hurry here in game two. Yeah, I, I would say so. Uh, I think you've got a guy making his debut. You really don't know what you're going to get out of Espinal. Uh, you hope that you get a good pitch ball game. Uh, but how how nice is it for a guy that's making his debut on your club if you can come out early with some runs and kind of get things moving in the right direction? See if they can do that. Game two comes your way at 640. We're on the air at 610. Yet back to you. Thanks, Tommy. Highlights right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Pirates beat the Reds in game one of their doubleheader on Tuesday, 6-1. Now to the highlights. Neither team had a base runner in the first two innings of the game, but the Pirates broke serve in the top of the third. Michael Chavis singled off Red starter Luis Sessa to begin the inning. Two outs later, O'Neill Cruz walked. Brian Reynolds was next up. Reynolds caught the ball off the end of the bat. He did hit it towards left center field. It just didn't have any carry as it slightly tailed back to a running Jake Fraley as Fraley caught it towards the left center field gap in his first at bat. And Sessa would surely take that here. And he gets a line drive up the middle. That will score Chavis. Senzel will come in to second base. On to third is Cruz, and the Pirates are the first team on the board here on this day. It's 1-0. 
Pirates made it 2-0 in the fourth when Key Brian Hayes stepped to the plate with one out. Key Brian Hayes up there now, and he swings the first pitch and barrels one. Deep left center field, hit a ton, and it is gone. Into the Reds' bullpen out in left center, Key Brian Hayes belts his seventh home run of the year, and the Pirates lead it 2-0. Pittsburgh added yet another run in the fifth off Luis Sessa, and again it was the long ball that did him in. The pitch to Reynolds is lifted high into the air and deep. Right center field, Aquino going back, Senzel 2 at the wall, leaps, it is gone. Brian Reynolds makes it 3-0 Pirates on his 23rd home run of the year. Pittsburgh chased Sessa from the game in the top of the sixth. He retired the first two batters he faced, but then Michael Chavis doubled the right center. That brought up right fielder Cal Mitchell. Mitchell waving the bat out over the plate. Sessa has thrown 90 pitches as the right-hander turns loose the payoff. And Mitchell cranks one to right field, hit deep. Aquino back. He looks up. It is gone. Cal Mitchell with a two-run home run. That is his fifth home run of the year, and it has opened up a 5 to nothing Pirate lead. Here's the pitching line on Luis Sessa, five and two-thirds innings, eight hits, five runs earned, a walk, five strikeouts, three home runs, 91 pitches, 61 for strikes. Meanwhile, the Reds' offense really couldn't get much going off Pirate starter Johan Oviedo. Oviedo walked back-to-back batters with two outs in the third, but neither could cross the plate. Cincinnati went out in order in the fourth. In the fifth, they finally broke up the no-hitter when Spencer Steer singled the left field, but he was stranded right there. Cincinnati finally crossed the plate in the sixth. T.J. Friedel led off with a double. He moved the third on the Jonathan India single. Unfortunately, India tried to stretch that into a double, and he was thrown out. Kyle Farmer then got the run home. We ground ball to the left side off the bat of Farmer. will score Friedel. But it is scooped up by Hayes. The peg to first is in time to get Farmer. Now two men are out, but the Reds are on the board. It's now 5-1 to one, Pittsburgh. After that, Jake Fraley walked a Kino single, but they were both stranded when Nick Senzel lined out to second base. Right-hander Kyle Dowdy replaced Sessa on the mound in the sixth. He got the final out of that inning and then pitched a scoreless seventh and a scoreless eighth. Dowdy was called up as the 29th man for the doubleheader. He became the 64th different player and 37th different pitcher to appear in a Reds uniform this season. Cincinnati went out in order in the seventh. Kyle Farmer singled with two outs in the eighth. Then, with Jake Fraley at the plate, this happened. Manuelos pauses at the belt and home with the 0-2 pitch to Fraley. Oh, that hit him in the helmet, and Fraley to the ground, and hopefully he is going to be okay. Boy, I thought it got him in the helmet. Immediately the training staff out to check on him. It was up and in, and boy, you hope that Fraley is going to be okay. Fraley had to leave the ball game. He said he was hit on the temple, but so far, so good. The Pirates then added to their lead in the top of the ninth off Hunter Strickland. Jack Sawinski doubled with two outs. Key Brian Hayes brought him home. Strickland takes a look back at second. Now to the plate, the 1-0 pitch. And Gamble rips one into right center field. That's in the gap. That will bounce to the wall for extra bases. Here comes Hayes home to score, and Gamble's into second. It is 6-1 Pirates. The Reds went down quietly in the ninth, and that was that. Reds lose game one, 6-1. Here are the totals. Four Pittsburgh, six runs, 12 hits, no errors, 10 left. Cincinnati, one run, five hits, no errors. They stranded seven. Oviedo, the winner, three and two. Sessa, the loser, three and three. Home runs in the game. Hayes, number seven. Reynolds, number 23. Mitchell, number five, all for Pittsburgh. Time, two hours and 56 minutes, 9,338. 
at Great American Ballpark. With the victory, the Pirates are now 53 and 88. With the defeat, the Reds fall to 56 and 84. And once again, the final score in game 1 of the day-night doubleheader Tuesday afternoon, the Pirates beat the Reds 6 to 1. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds game recap. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team.